When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome in to Purple Daily. Daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And uh, we generally reject 500 football around here. And we were happy with last year's result. But uh, if you're ever wondering, I feel like like once every few weeks we have to sort of reset sometimes on uh, Purple Daily and Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. If it ever feels like we're too negative or too critical, that might be true, but it comes from a place of wanting championships. All right? So just lay lay those ground rules here. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with setting standards for your local team. Sports standards is what we... What we call them. Uh, it's a feedback Friday here on Purple Daily, which means we basically just give the keys to you guys, the audience, and we just read as many of your questions, comments, takes, speculation as we can get to. The best way to hit us up every week is through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab, and you can send us messages for Feedback Friday. You can send Declan a message to get on Write That Down. Um, send us whatever you want. So, actually, someone sent us a, a funny uh, screen grab of uh, this will be on Mackie and Judd today. Of it's a it's a twin statistic that I think you guys will find interesting hmm. on uh, the other version of Feedback Friday. But the show is presented by TCL, now an official partner of the NFL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award winning TVs for any budget, any space, always stunning picture quality. And TCL brings more than just TVs; they offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at tcl.com. And a reminder: April twenty seventh. It is the Surly Draft Party at Park Tavern, the second annual draft party, and we are pumped. We want to meet as many of you as possible. Uh, It's at Park Tavern in St. Louis Park, 6 o'clock start time on April 27th for the first round of the draft. 7 o'clock-ish is when we're going to go live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So um, we've already heard from some people that are planning on traveling in from outstate, which is awesome. So uh, and Judd has plenty of hotel recommendations for you. You can always Lodging just slide in into his Park, DMs. I'm all over it. Yep, I am all over it. I will help out. I will do whatever spare bedroom in the Zolgad house too. No, you can't have that. Nope, nope, nope. Stella does not like guests, but that's okay because there are plenty of hotels and motels. If you if you uh, elect Holiday Inn, yeah, in say the, what? Well, the Holiday Inn's nice. Um, and we, we should also <laughs> mention. We should also mention that we are going to have, before I die, the new 
version relaunched on tap and in cans. And I'm going to tell you right now, the cans are extremely cool and they're new. So they're not the Before I Die cans from this past season. Um, it will be relaunched permanently in May by Surly, but for one night, you can get a preview of Before I Die. Love it. Awesome. So, yeah, we're pumped. We're looking forward to uh, meeting as many of you as possible and cheersing. So, yeah, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, too. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show up so we can make sure that we carve out time to uh, to say hi. All right. I would say uh, some of these are going to fall under the category decks of Vikings trade speculation. Ooh. All right. So, uh, Southern Exile chimes in and says, I've appreciated the reckless speculation and draft education you've provided us the last few weeks. Any chance or logic of Quasi being a poker player and wheeling and dealing some stuff behind the scenes to offload a combo of Cook, Zadarius, and or Hunter for some draft picks? And assuming so, could those picks be packaged to move up in the first round? If not, do you see these moves happening after the draft? You guys make the offseason fun. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Southern Exile. I'm going to reframe this question, and I'll throw it to Judd here first. Cook, Zadarius, Hunter. How many of those three are on the team for week one? How much draft capital do they get in return if they trade them? Unless they got a ton of draft capital, and I don't know that they can. Daniil Hunter is on the team in week one. I'm not saying he can't be traded. I'm saying the asking price on him is going to be different than the other two. I think Dalvin Cook and Zadarius Smith are both gone. Okay. So now, now if somebody comes to you, somebody comes to you and says, "I got a first round pick," you know, Daniil Hunter's ours for a first round pick and something else. I don't know. Then I think that there's a possibility there, and we also don't know, like contractually, if there's if there's uh, some uh, quibbling behind the scenes about his contract. But just prediction wise, I'm going Zadarius Smith gone, traded, Dalvin Cook traded. I'd say that's 95. percent I'll be shocked if he's on this Cook, team on yeah, opening day. Too. And yes, and Daniil Hunter here. Next, I think Zadarius is here. I, I was uh, telling realistic Randy that in one of our last few episodes that I think it's lining up that Zadarius, Zadarius Smith is kind of a, a one year again mercenary, kind of like he was last year. Then they cut bait. It makes a lot more sense to cut bait after this year financially. If you can get something for Daniil that substantial, I mean, I don't know how you can pass it up at this point. Um, I, I think it's going to be very difficult to negotiate a new contract. I know that's been like on you know their agenda uh, farther down than their agenda list because the draft's still coming up and the first wave of free agency came and went. So how much longer can Daniil Hunter can't be patient waiting for, well, when, when are we going to start these conversations? Are we going to actually have these conversations? Or is Kwesi really working behind the scenes looking for the best trade partner to move on from Daniil Hunter? We're talking about reckless speculation. I think that's kind of pretty reckless right there. Uh, so I think Dalvin Cook and Zadarius Smith is gone. Dalvin Cook, Daniil Hunter will be traded by week one. That's where I'm at. The one thing to keep in mind, is, and it's not been broached much, but when Zadarius basically scrubbed his accounts of, of all or most all Vikings materials, do you guys recall the report was he wants a new contract? He wants a raise. Mm-hmm. He basically played so so he's not so he's not saying if you pay me in March, which they, they did, I'm back. He now wants a renegotiated contract. I don't see that. So like if he's gonna not show up for it, you know. The voluntary portion, but still the majority of guys show. Um, they're going to have a contractual issue with him and Hunter, and I don't see them satisfying both. No yeah. way, right? I So I'm in alignment with Judd here. I think I think they trade Cook and Sedarius, and I think 
Brian Flores would love to work with Daniil Hunter for a year or two. And so they, they figure out a way to make Daniil Hunter one of the top five or eight highest paid edge rushers for age 29, age 30. Even if it means he's not the elite player that he was three or four years ago, if he can still be a top 10 edge rusher, and if Marcus Davenport can come through and maybe reach his potential. So that, that's kind of where I, I think they're going to lean. Uh, ben Peterson says, as a Nashville resident who lived previously in Minnesota for 34 years, I want you to know that Purple Daily is my daily dose of home. I listen to every show you guys put out. It's the best sports content available. Thank you. It's a high compliment. Uh, I've been a Vikings fan for 20 years. When I was deployed in Iraq in 2008, I would get up at 2 o'clock in the morning after a full-duty day in a combat zone to watch my beloved Vikings. Two things I would love to hear your thoughts on. Number one, can you please explain the void years of Kirk Cousins' contract and what the Vikings would be on the hook for financially if we traded him? Those details have not been clear. So we'll get to the second question here shortly, but yes. So, So void years are basically... It is weird. I don't understand why it's allowed, I guess, but you can essentially add fake years to someone's contract where they're not actually under contract, but you can you can move the accounting of their contract into those years. So when you give a guy a signing bonus, that signing bonus gets prorated evenly throughout the remainder of the contract. So if we sign Judd Zolged to play wide receiver and it's a four-year contract with a $20 million signing bonus, Judd gets the $20 million signing bonus at signing. So congratulations, you're rich. You now have $20 million. Thank you. For the Thank accounting of the contract, that $20 million gets prorated equally over four seasons. So it would hit it would hit your books $5 million, $5 million, $5 million, $5 million. You can add void years to a contract. Like let's say, all right, we, we want Judd to uh be under contract with us for four years, but we want to actually add two void years to make the cap hits less while he's with us. Then that twenty million gets spread over six years, even though Judd's only under contract for four. Once Judd is gone from the team, all of the money in the void years on your books comes off the books that year. You don't like have to keep paying for like so the Vikings <laughs> The Vikings have tacked four void years to Kirk Cousins' contract now, going back to the last time they negotiated with him and going back to this latest sort of restructure. So he's under contract for this year with void years in 2024, 25, 26, 27. That doesn't mean they're going to be accounting for him on the books in 2027. Once he's gone, let's say this is the last year, then all of the money they have spread out for cap purposes Hits your books in 2024. So as of right now, Kirk's cap hit for this year is 20 million, which is actually like the lowest his cap hit has been as a Viking. It's uh, only 9.2 percent of the cap. So congratulations, we finally got there with a cap number. Oh, now the roster has completely eroded on defense. Yeah, um, and the Vikings will be on the hook if if that's the end of his contract. The Vikings will be on the hook for 28 and a half million in dead money on their books next year with him gone. So he's more expensive to the Vikings books next year than this year, even though he won't be playing for them potentially next year. And they did that because they wanted to clear some space. Does that make sense? I love how we use Judd for the void years. (laughs) Let's look at Judd's career here. His contract, it's coming up. Phil Phil Brzezinski. (laughs) 
So hopefully that makes sense. It's all kind of confusing. I am not like the foremost authority. It'd be great if we could just get Rob Brzezinski on once a week to talk about this stuff. Just in theory, Rob. Let's really say want, you had really a quarterback a who is 35 years old. Would you really want him once a week? I once think a year. Might get old. Oh, yeah. Once a year would be fine. <laughs> and then the second question from Ben here is, I think we're missing a massive piece to the draft conversations by neglecting to talk about Jalen Rager. This is a former first-round pick who went ahead of Justin Jefferson. I know he screwed up that awful route in the greatest comeback ever against the Colts, but he's a crazy talented guy and it, and and could be with the right coach. Could he be Percy Harvin, basically, with the right coach? I am recklessly speculating the Vikings will not go with a receiver in the first round, and they will go with Jefferson, Rager, and Osborne in 2023. What are your thoughts on Rager? You know, I think the Vikings took a look, and... and- you could justify his presence uh, because going into the season, they were in dire need of somebody to return punts who had done it and could do it. Um, I understand the question and I understand those points. I don't know if the Vikings agree. Like, I, I feel like his role would have expanded as the season progressed if they had liked him more. Because, like, for all of this, well, you can't know the system without a full training camp. I mean, TJ Hawkinson stepped in his first game and caught, like, eight passes. So I don't think the the Vikings were, and I don't think O'Connell was as enamored with Rager's talents and abilities um, as he hoped to be. Um, So do I see him surpassing KJ Osborne and going into the second slot to Jefferson? I feel like we would have seen that more start to unfold last season if that was the case. Yeah. So, unfortunately, no, I don't see it. I get the optimism. I get the I get the fact that he's an interesting stock. He's, what, 23 years old, and he was a first-round pick. He was taken before Jefferson. But the fact that he's played for Philadelphia and Minnesota now in parts of three seasons, he has 72 catches in three years. Just kind of, kind of a red flag. I don't yeah. know. Is there something more there? Yeah, probably. Is he a number two wide receiver behind Justin Jefferson at this point? I, I'd be shocked if he went from being this big of a bust to just like, oh, it's his fourth year and he's going to go catch 80 passes as the number two wide receiver. I'd be shocked. Wasn't there a game too where, well, I think we were kind of uh, saying that he should get a little bit more touches and you know more situations on the field. Wasn't there a game where he butchered a route or fell down or dropped a ball it, it, towards the late of the year? Yeah. And like, oh, that's why Jalen Rager is not playing maybe as much as he did. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's, re- he's a replacement-level receiver, essentially, at this point. Dominic Peppers chimes in here. Oh, no, my uh, oh no, my sheet refreshed here. Oh, that's scrolled... my, my Google Chrome has been crashed. It crashes twice a day. It yeah. also might be because my laptop is almost 10 years old, and I probably have malware all over it. That's but, why. You know, yeah, that's but, but, you definitely know. why. Yeah. Well, what are you watching on your Chrome? 10-year-old laptop. You're not doing, and, and you're not doing sports stuff. Like, what's... Uh... What's on? Oh, that I, I, uh, uh, if you're asking what I stream on, it is not this laptop. I bought a Chromebook okay. three years ago strictly for streaming, and has not left my entertainment okay. center in three okay. years. That's that doesn't cross over here. Is all good? Probably slow down a bit. But mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask uh, the question from Dominic Peppers <laughs> here now. Oh, good, good. On your Vikings quarterback options episode, you guys talked about getting Trey Lance potentially. I'm all for getting a younger mobile quarterback, but if Kyle Shanahan, who I guess you say is a quarterback whisperer, is out on Lance, what makes you think Kevin O'Connell, who is still unproven, can fix whatever is going on with Lance? First of all, I don't know. I There, there was a time where I did hear that the Vikings liked Lance, okay? 
I have not heard that of late. So the Vikings might have said the very same thing. I don't know. Um, I feel like with Lance, I don't think Shanahan is out on Lance. I think that, that Lance got hurt in week two, as we've been talking about quite a bit this week, Phil. You know, this San Francisco team is now looks prepared to pop. Are you going to put Lance back in now and be like, okay, here's the future, or are you going to try to solidify yeah. the position because you, you feel like you are working with a team that is Super Bowl ready? So I don't know that it's fair to say that he's out on Lance. I think the circumstances have changed on Lance. I, I Yeah, and I'll take what you just said and kind of – it's it, the 49ers in every other place are in a different – spot timeline-wise than Trey Lance is right now. There's still a chance that Trey Lance could be a franchise quarterback. I don't know that the Niners have the luxury of finding out unless they know right away, right? Like, they can't do what they did last year, which is, let's dink around with Trey Lance for a little bit, and we don't know if he's good or not, then he gets hurt, and they had Jimmy Garoppolo come in, and then Brock Purdy. They need stability, and they need certainty at that position because their Super Bowl window is open now. It might be shut in 2024. So to me, it's less about the Niners are out on Trey Lance, and it's more about the Niners don't really know on Trey Lance, and they they, they don't have the ability to be patient and find out again through the first eight weeks. Also worth noting, Kyle Shanahan likes a very particular style of quarterback, it would seem. Bland pocket passers. Just like kind of immobile, just sit there, run the play that's called, be on schedule, boom, boom, drop back, throw the pass, right? Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins back in Washington with Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy. Uh, There are reports that Kyle Shanahan loved Mac Jones, and that was the fight internally when they traded up that they actually, that that Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. And uh, John Lynch wanted Trey Lance. So it's possible that Shanahan just like, he doesn't want a guy that's going to move around and play off script and be improvisational. He just wants a guy that drops back, throws a pass on schedule, and you use the weapons in the system and the timing that is scripted. Go get Mac Jones then. He's Which available. They could. They could. They yeah, could do that. Go that's... get Mac Jones. Flip him. By the way, a little tease for Saturday's um, checkdown episode. A lot of you guys asked us about. Mac Jones and should the Vikings consider? We're going to dive into that on the Saturday Checkdown episode. So hang tight. Uh, Thomas Keller chimes in, says, Men, I'm considering driving up from Chicago for the draft party on April 27th at Park Tavern, 6 o'clock. Okay. All right. If you can guarantee a hearty handshake from Judd, Ooh. I will be there. Judd? A handshake? Yeah, of course. Hardy. No, a hearty Hardy. handshake. Hearty. Put her in the big old mitt. Put her in the ice. Go AP. Go two weight. I heard Peterson had a really hearty handshake. Oh my god. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get that handshake going. Yeah. Peterson would squeeze the life out of your whole arm and kind of tilt his head. I learned though the lesson there was this: you had to get in first. You had to you had to bring the vice and not allow him. So to you go. You show him. You show him that man. you're there. Right, and you go in hard, and then he's like, "Oh, so he can't get the, he he wants the grip." It's like the like, Macho Man Hulk Hogan handshake. There's not two vices; it's, it's one vice. It's like the Alexander Hitchens ninety ten. You go ninety, he goes ten. Yeah, you're going on, yeah. going all almost exactly. all the way. Just and then he goes the you other. You come 10. in like this, then he's got to come in below, 
He is neutralized. Yeah. All right, the next one here from uh, Soda Soda Sisyphus on Twitter. My wife just asked me, do you know that your son listens to that Purple Daily show even when you're not around? Ten, <laughs> ten seconds later, my 10-year-old son walks to the living room and yells, I want to mock. Mock! <laughs> God, what a great That's kid. That's epic. They, that kid's on the right track. Yes, he is. So we've got uh, 10-year-old son of Soda Sisyphus is hooked, at least on What's our up, mock draft segments. That's awesome. Thank you. It's <laughs> cool. All right, we have a ruling here from Lawyer Chase. Yep. So earlier in the week, we had some controversy or just some questions about Judd made a couple predictions that were similar on both Purple Daily and on Mackie and Judd. Write that down. That there would be a credible report that the Vikings discussed trading Kirk Cousins. So Lawyer Chase chimes in. He's the official chief counsel of Purple Daily. We, the audience, were asked to decide whether Judd's prediction... Uh, is a completion or a hit from Mike Florio's report. From its general definition, a credible report is information that is free of bias, backed with evidence, and given by a trustworthy individual or organization. Credible reports tend to be in-depth, relevant, recent, and published with the sole motive of providing information to the public. In football, most credible reports are given by large organizations. Nevertheless, even information given by a trustworthy individual or organization may not be credible. So when a report is similarly reported between several news outlets, the likelihood of credibility increases. In this case, judge prediction is a completion or a hit. Yeah. All right. First, counsel Chase. First, the report was given by Mike Florio, a prominent talk show host on Pro Football Talk Live that airs on an NBC affiliate. Second, several different organizations reported the same story or similar narrative, like Sports Illustrated, Bleacher Report, and MSN. Critics argue that Mike Florio was joking or pushing a motive as he mentioned that his son is always looking for trade possibilities with the Minnesota Vikings. However, this argument lacks merit. From Mike's reporting, he separated the report from his sentence about his son's reckless trade speculation. Indeed, he changed his tone and noted that there was legitimate talk about trading Cousins to the 49ers. As such, Judd's prediction is a completion or a hit. Gosh. Checks in the mail. Money well spent. Very thorough. On retainer for whenever day or night, whenever (laughs) the shows need him, Chase comes in and saves the day. Amazing. Uh, Tim Trail says, do you guys see the Vikings possibly sticking with Cousins after the 2023 season with a smaller payday after a deep playoff run in 2023? Let's say an NFC championship game appearance, maybe just coming up short of the Super Bowl. Uh, Is this final of the year of the Super Bowl or bust with Cousins? I know everyone's ready to move on, myself included, but after a deep playoff run, what do you think the Vikings front office would do? Let's say they it's go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting uh, he said that because I do think that there is merit in that discussion, assuming Kirk and the team can get that, that far, which I have my doubts about. But let's just say that they do. Uh, he might come back, but he ain't coming back for cheap then. So, like, if they get no. to the if they get to the conference title game or, dare I say it, just uh, daydreaming here, the Super Bowl, uh, Kirk very well might be retained, especially if he's been a key part of that, which I would imagine he has been. But at that point in time, it ain't going to be cheap. It might be short term because of his age, but it's not going to be cheap. So 
I would um, I would say, do I think there's a chance that Kirk comes back? Yes, absolutely there's a chance. Do I think he comes back at like a huge salary reduction because he loves it here so much? No, if he had that much success, he's going to he's gonna cash in again. So Kirk is entering his age 35 season for this year. He turns 35 in August. So this time next year, he'll be entering his age 36 season. Let's say they go to the NFC title game, lengthy playoff run, whatever. Even though I feel like the Vikings kind of burned a little bit of a bridge, obviously this year with an extension talk, they added void years. They don't really want to commit yet. Uh, does Kirk entering his age 36 season really want to leave for more money for a new team, learning a whole new system when he's all about having comfort and he's all about doing a thing that he likes to do. I actually think Kirk might be willing to play ball a little bit more there, but the Vikings have clearly said, we don't want to commit so far beyond 2023. Yeah. So if he comes back and says, you know what? Screw it. I will play for less money. Do you guys want to negotiate some type of deal? There could be something at play there, but if he's entering his age 36 season this time next year, I don't know if he's just going to be looking for the bag again at that point. So there's, I think there's what a logical person would do, and then there's what Kirk Cousins has done throughout his entire career. If they go to the NFC Championship game, and they're like in this Super Bowl window, and he's right in the middle of all of it as the starting quarterback, going to be 36 years old, his next goal should not be to twist their arms and break the bank again. Like, dude, you've made a quarter of a billion dollars playing football. He should be more inclined to take less money next offseason if they make a deep playoff run and come up just short. Because it would prove then that they're taking steps and he's taking steps to eventually get to the Super Bowl pedestal. We're knocking on the door. We're not As a team, we're knocking on the door. Is he going to go rogue then and say, yep, we're knocking on the door and I need $45 million a year and we need to get rid of some pieces to make it happen. Like, I know what Jeb would say. Well, that's exactly what he's going to do. I, but I think a deep run makes it more likely he takes less money. I would like that. but And, and what's less, though? Like, I mean, we, we know if that Star Tribune report is correct, and I have... Stay no at like, stay like 10, 10, to 20, 10, to, 10 to 12% of the team salary. Because, cap. I mean, he, he, he basically said, I don't want Daniel Jones money which is a fine thing to say but he still wants to be paid exceedingly well so like that's the question yeah like what's what's less if you say hey you know what i will play for you know i will drop down to 22 million dollars you know okay that's different but if you're saying i don't need daniel jones but i want to be right right around there that's still not like a big pay cut. sure uh the next one here is from our chief bar food officer of purple daily Derek duncan oh Derek. He comes with four different bar food recommendations from around the Midwest here, okay? In fact, uh, what do you got here? Let's see here. Well, I mm, know if I have the right track here. I uh, probably don't. That's what, oh, no, I do. I do. Oh, okay. I thought that was the point. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's start at Diamond Joe Casino in uh, Northern Iowa. Oh, hey, Diamond I've Joe. I've been there. Great area. The Philly, Philly cheesesteak at Diamond Joe. Literally heaps of steak piled onto large grilled hoagie buns with grilled onions, peppers, mushrooms, and melted provolone. The fries were perfect and incredible when dipped in a side of chicken gravy. Five stars. Oh. Oh my God! Chicken gravy. Oh. Wow. LFG boys. Oh, I got. I'm having chest pains just listening to that. <laughs> All right. The second one here from uh, Chief Bar Food Officer Derek Duncan is Patrick's on Third in Saint Peter, Minnesota. 
a pint of bacon. That's right. On their menu, they have a pint glass crammed with bacon, and you keep the glass. This is sacrilege. I'm not really a bacon guy. That's weird. Why? I'm just not. Don't ask me. Ask do you, my taste buds. Do you? I'm just not a big not, bacon guy. I don't hate it, but I don't like. I all right, don't all right. It. So if you're not a big bacon guy, though, do you? If you had to prefer a chewy or a crispy bacon, which one are you going with? Crispy. Oh, really? I'm a chewy guy. What? But I, I'm just not a big bacon guy. Wait a second. One of you doesn't like bacon. You're not a bacon guy, and the other oh, one I, wants like limp-wristed soft bacon. If it's not a BLT, what is wrong with you guys? If it's a BLT, I want crispy because, like, you don't want chewy, as you know, you're trying yeah. to grr, yeah. like yeah. bite into I'm a sandwich. Uh, but true. I love no, I I love. I mean, for God's sakes, I had a steak that was basically from the actual cow. Okay, so I I like rare stuff. I want to run the risk. Is this going to make me sick? Oh. That's that's where I'm at with my with my bacon? meat. Wow. So how would you do? A, I guess you could cram more bacon maybe into your uh, your pint glass of bacon if you just like smoosh it all oh, the soft bacon yes. down. That that actually putting bacon in a glass sounds revolting to me. Well, Mary. you get to keep the glass. Yeah. We'll eat the bacon. You keep the glass. There's also an Irish meat shovel at Patrick's on Third. Corned beef, pepper oh. jack, cheese, oh. sauce, okay. fried onions on a pretzel bun. Love me some. Corned I'm in. Beef. Oh. I'm. Love Oh, okay, Patrick's. I'm in. Okay, two more here. Uh, uh, Norm's Wayside in Buff- Buffalo, Minnesota, old hey. Macadac's old stomping grounds. The Squealer, a slow roasted hand pulled pork piled high on a toasted bun, served with <laughs> coleslaw and barbecue on the side, and Santa Fe egg rolls with sweet dipping sauce. Wow, Norm's in Buffalo. Talk oh, dirty. That sounds, that sounds good. And then a Cedar Chest in Cross Lake, Minnesota. Drinks are under $5, by the way. Friday night fish special, generous portions of perfectly fried golden brown Pollux with rich, creamy au gratin potatoes, lobster oh bisque soup, or a side salad. Ugh. Dude, au gratin potatoes? Just keep talking. Oh, Just yeah. say that really, say that really slow. Oh, my God. <laughs> and after you enjoy those meals, why don't you uh, get a hold of our friends at Livia, where you can yeah. change yeah. your life and lose some weight? Yeah, because you're going to need to uh, drop some pounds, and you're going to look in the, the mirror and say, well, that was delicious. How can I go from looking like the guy on the left to the guy on the right? And, I, and right now you're saying, wait, wait, Judd, Sports Dad, that's the same guy. I'm going to tell you, yeah, it's the same guy. It is Sports Dad. That's right. Your Sports Dad. How did he drop the weight? Livia Weight Control Centers is where I started. And here's the best part. Right now, if you join, you're going to get the first eight weeks for free. Now, what you're going to do is it's going to be a program that's going to actually very easily help you drop uh, the weight, but then most importantly, maintain that weight loss. And again, first eight weeks for for free. I can't tell you how many people from the PD family have sent us notes who have joined and who have experienced success. So why don't you become the latest as summer approaches to look good and feel good? 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Check them out and drop that weight. And most importantly, keep it off. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, uh, one more here, and then we'll do we'll do more Vikings feedback on 
on Mackie and Judd, too. But Logan Antvet chimes in and says, hey, Mackie, I have to start this off by saying I love the show, but I disagree with you on Kirk Cousins. I honestly think we could win a Super Bowl with Kirk. However, I will meet you in the middle by going down a different path. I want to win a Super Bowl in 2023. So hear me out with this reckless speculation. First, Vikings trade Kirk to the 49ers for one third round pick this year. And the Niners take his cap hits. I don't know if that's, I don't know that you can, can you do that? Like the void year cap hit? Like if you've paid Kirk. Yeah, what, a, what part of the cap hit? So they, I mean, they could, they'll take his base salary. Right. But where I'm unclear, I guess, is if you've already paid Kirk a signing bonus and you have prorated it on your books, can right. they just but like take your, some of that cap? I think, those, I, don't, I think that's on your books. I don't know about that. But yeah, I think, all, I think what they can take is what is left to be paid out. I'm I think if you've paid it, you can't then jettison it if that makes sense. We can check on that. We'll right. uh, we'll put a phone call into Rob Brzezinski. I'm sure he'll get back to us yeah, quickly. He'll, he'll appear on the show several <laughs> times per week. And now on to Greg Joseph's salary cap situation. Yeah. Well, if you look at it, it's pretty complicated. All right, number so number 2, so whatever. Uh, trade Kirk to the Niners. Number 2, instead yep. of drafting a wide receiver, the Vikings give up this year's first, next year's first and second to get high enough to draft Anthony Richardson. So move up to like third and draft Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that'd be, yep. And then three, use the new cap space inherited, which you'd get some if you traded Kirk post post uh, June 1st. And there's, whatever, there's ways. We could restructure, uh, we could re-sign Hawkinson, uh, O'Neal restructure. There's O'Neal. ways, right? Yeah. So use, use cap space to sign DeAndre Hopkins and OBJ for one year. Anthony Richardson throwing the ball to OBJ, JJ, and DeAndre Hopkins, plus TJ Hawkinson and KJ Osborne is unreal for one season. I'm all in for 2023. <laughs> oh, man. We always, enter- say, we always entertain the reckless speculation on oh, the show, but that is. Can you say combustible <laughs> locker room? Um, I, by the way, I think DeAndre Hopkins might be close to cooked for the, right. the price, but. Yeah. And OBJ um, might be too. Yeah, dude's coming off a pretty major healthy? knee injury. Is he like thirty years old now? So, boy, and um, by the way, Anthony Richardson is not the quarterback you would want as a rookie, right. just throwing to those airmail high ego receivers, and yeah, yes. And who gets the ball? There'd be a lot. Yeah, there'd be a lot. I of, mean, that's a lot of decoy. Yep. <laughs> KJ, I love a K. He throws KJ Osborne in here. You're going to get the ball to J.J., OBJ, Hopkins, T.J. Hawkins, and, and K.J. Osborne's going to catch four KJ passes. Saved the man's life. Come on, man. He's a great guy. So I don't – listen, Logan, we appreciate some good reckless speculation. Oh, yeah. Don't think this is going to happen, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how the next few weeks play I like out. the sentiment. It's fun. Yep. There's a couple other ones here. Like John uh, Curry chimes in, says, Happy offseason drama, boys. It's obvious that KOC and Quasi are playing chess, and the Kirk fanboys are still trying to learn checkers. How they've handled the Kirk situation from day one was genius. Absolutely genius. I'm speculating, but back it up with proof. They bring Kirk, they bring back Kirk, buddy, buddy with him for a win-win scenario. Keep Kirk, elevate his team, uh, win games, et cetera, et cetera. We're geniuses. We took this team and showed you it was Zimmer's fault. And now they have leverage. So interesting. Um, And that's all we have for Purple Daily Feedback Friday here. All we have time for, but we will do some more feedback over on Mackie and Judd, our other daily show. So be sure to check that out. And a Mac Jones discussion we will entertain 
in the spirit of reckless speculation on the Saturday checkdown edition of Purple Daily. Oh, cool. All right, guys. See you.